Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. Unlike nine out of ten people, your mind is irrepressible, and this threatens authority. You were born to be a revolutionary. And it wants them eliminated. So your whole life you've been told your strengths were weaknesses. Now I'm telling you otherwise. Your impulsivity is a gift. Impulses are your key to the miraculous. Your distractibility is an artifact of your inspired creativity. Your mood swings reflect the natural pulse of life. They give you unstoppable energy when you're high, deep soulful insight when you're low. Diagnosed with a disorder, that society's latest way to deny its own illness by pointing the finger at you. Your addictive personality is just a symptom of your vast, underused capacity for heroic creative expression and spiritual connection. Your utter lack of repression, your wide-eyed idealism, your unmitigated open mind. Didn't anyone ever tell you? Of the flame. Wayseers have an unexplainable. 
anxiety begs you to ignore it, the way stirs you inside. Neurological repression blocks most people's awareness of the way. Censoring all thoughts and impulses from the unconscious is their prefrontal cortex, the Gestapo of the brain. Nothing which violates its socialized programming even gets through. But your mind is different. Your mind has been cracked wide open to the way. By some miraculous genetic trait, some psychotropic chemical, or maybe even by the will of your own soul, your brain's reward pathways have been hijacked. Dopamine employed to overthrow the fascist dictatorship of your prefrontal cortex. Now your brain is free of repression. Blocked to the way. Their brains are hardwired to enforce the social programming indoctrinated since birth. Unlike you, they cannot break out of this programming because they have not yet experienced the necessary revolution of mind. These programmed people take social institutions and rules very seriously. Society is full of games programmed to keep people's minds occupied so they will not revolt. Often cause sick fixations on peculiar protocols, power structures, taboos, and domination. All subtle forms of human bondage. This distinct form of madness is not only tolerated by the masses, but insisted upon. The program ones believe in rules so forcefully, they become willing to destroy anyone who violates them. Wayseers are the ones who call their bluff. Wayseer minds are free to reject social programming. Wayseers readily see these social institutions for what they are, imaginary games. Wayseers comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. Helping those who are lost in these games and refuse to help themselves is the calling of many Wayseers. Since Wayseers are the ones who keep contact with the original source of reality, they are able to disrupt societal conventions and even governments humanity with the way. The wayseers are an ancient lineage, a kind of priesthood, carriers of the flame, ones in the know. There must always be wayseers to reform the dizzying, psychotic, spinning wheels of society, giant, mindless hamster wheels, obscuring the pure blue sky, keeping humanity shackled in a darkened cage. So wayseers are called to shed light on the madness of society, to Wayseers reveal this divine truth by devoting themselves to the 
Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody is all okay, and welcome to everybody who's listening in from all over the world. And thank you very much to everybody who's joined us in the chat room. Hi to all of you. Hope everybody's all okay. Uh, quick shout out to Bill, to Dee, to Judith, to Ratty, to GB, to Terry, to Wild, Flower Wind. Uh, hope all of you are all okay. And to the two guests that are into the Blog Talk Radio at the moment, please sign into Blog Talk Radio. They can come and join us as well. Now, <clears throat> we've got one of those shows tonight where I want to say woohoo for a great show coming up, but also we have very sad news, obviously, in the U.S. tonight. We have got, unfortunately, the shootings of children and teachers in Connecticut um, in the U.S. Um, I've just listened to President Obama doing his speech and him being a parent understands, you know, the feelings that we have for our children and we can't even try to even start to think how them poor family members and the whole community tonight is feeling. All we can do is send our healing, our thoughts, our love, and everything else that we've possibly got at this time to all of those over there. And no words can be spoken that will heal so quickly. But also, I must just say, we need to also think of the poor family of the guy that actually did it all as well, because let's face it, they are grieving too, because they have just lost a mother, maybe a grandmother, obviously a brother or whatever as well. You know, a lot of the times, the family of the people that do this get a lot of grief for what their family members did. They didn't pull the triggers. But at the end of the day, a lot of people have passed over and it's it's hard to put into words. You know, you see all of the police and everything doing their part as well. And I just think it's terrific. So, you know, tonight we are going to be thinking about those people, um, sending our love to them. And, you know, if there's anybody listening who's been around there who would like to call in and give us an update or anything, you know, by all means, give us a call in. You know, our hearts go out to everybody, the whole community. And I know the whole world will be thinking about each and every one of them. Um, Also tonight, I am very happy to say that we have got a new new listener, but also a new member to call into the show. And um, I would like to welcome Janet Russell to the show. Hi, Janet. How are you doing? Hi, I'm fantastic. And uh, yes, it is a tragedy. So, so sad what happened to those, the families, the children, the teachers in Connecticut. It's, It's a horrible, horrible thing. You know, but I agree with you. You need to pray for his family too, the the fellow who who hurt them, because his family is is going through their own pain and you know and an embarrassment. I'm certainly sure of what of what you know their family member did to the to those uh, children. Horrible, horrible, horrible. There's no words well, that you can say. Exactly. Well, apparently he's actually killed his mother, who was a no. teacher at the school as well. Oh my goodness. So, oh, you know, poor family just before Christmas. I mean, I mean, Tragedy. it doesn't need to be fair to think about, does it, to be fair? And, you know, we're, we're blaming this guy for what he's done, right? And, yes, we do. he does need blame putting on him. Mm-hmm. But, obviously, he was in a, a, a very bad way. Oh, so I'm my question, sure. Why, why on earth, I mean, in the U.K., you can't have guns on the streets like this, and, you know, they've got rules and regs. And I know right. in the U.S., it's a bit more, let's just say, flexible, 
Do you know what I mean? Um, surely there's got to be some responsibility put on the laws that allow this in the first place. I agree with you 100%. I know from what I hear, you know, and I do work with the police on, you know, on different cases here in, in New York a lot, you know, and, you know, and sometimes when there's murders, I do get called in on them because, you know, I'm very fortunate I do have the insight. But I agree. I, I, I don't like guns. I, I just, I mean, I know, you know, policemen need them and certain people need them. I don't like guns. I, you know, and, and some people just leave them around for children and, God forbid, just God forbid, there's so many innocent kids that die like all of these children and the teachers and, you know, and whomever else was touched by this. It's tragedy. I I don't like them. I mean, and I do feel that people that do get them, they really, really need to uh, investigate them a lot more than they do. That's exactly. what I truly feel. The thing so. is, you know, the police, when they have guns, they obviously have to be trained and everything else. But then exactly. we let go then we let Joe Public be in charge of a gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. They may, I mean, I, over in the UK, have to have a license, you have to have a gun cabinet, you have mm-hmm. to have all these different things. But mm-hmm. I'm not being funny. Anybody can do those things. I know. It's it's horrible. I mean, I, you know, you, what, can, what can you say? You know, you just, there's not enough words to, to, to you know, to, to have the insight or the or the sad feeling. Actually, I do some events in Connecticut, and I was talking to um, the fellow that I that I do the events with. He's an astrologer in Connecticut, and we have already talked about doing a fundraiser for the families and the you know and the you know the families with the kids and you know whoever else wants to because we do give back a lot, and it's so yeah. important. That's not going to bring them back, as we know, but you know whatever the suffering is, you know. It's not, like I say, it's not going to bring them back. But whatever the suffering is, we're going to try to help to, you know, to do whatever we can in our path. Since we, you know, since since we are gifted and we need to, I always feel, and I and I know I shared this with you earlier when I spoke with you. When you have a gift, you need to help others. God gives us all certain traits, and we need to help others, and that's so important. And so many people in this field don't realize it's not about the funding, it's about the helping, it's about the healing, it's about giving them hope, and when they connect with those loved ones on the other side, you know, it's about letting them know that they are here with us. Just because we can't see them, they are still here with us. Exactly. And they do hear what we say, and when we write them letters, you know, or anything that's going on, they do protect us, you know, they hold us in the palm of their hand, and they definitely are aware of what's happening. And and we do when we go to the other side we do they are welcome they do welcome us unless they've already been you know, unless they've already come back, you know, for you know, reincarnated because I do believe in that. And our animals and I know you love animals like I do, we we, we meet with them as well and they do send us other animals um, you know, to take the place. I just had to put my dog down August 31st, the hardest thing I ever had to do. He was 12. And at night, he used to sleep up on my bed. At night, I still feel his spirit there with me. So, yeah. you know, they still come and stay with us, even so. Exactly. Even so. Well, Janet, I feel like I've rushed into the show now because first thing I want to say to you, let me just say about that event you're thinking of putting together, I have got no problems in joining forces with you with that. If you want to put it on, we know we can do a show with you on that. Um, that would be anything great. Anything you want through the Ask Sue show, anything we can do to help you, 
you've got to obviously the number. Anything you need, just give us a shout. That's oh, that's problem. wonderful, and and I will definitely pass that on to the people in Connecticut as well. Yes, definitely. definitely. Any anything they need uh, for the Astu show, that's not a problem. They can get in touch with me at any that's time. Beautiful. And if anybody's got any ideas that are listening into the show and you want me to put you in contact with uh, Janet, by all means. I'm sorry, that's my number now. Uh, that's so, okay. Uh, if anybody would like to um, give me an email, ask Sue Show at gmail.com, and I will by all means forward all the details on to the necessary people as well. Great. Um, I feel like I need to go backwards now a little bit because I want you to tell everybody who you are, whereabouts you are, and okay. what you do, what you're all about. <laughs> okay, you got about three hours? <laughs> no. Uh, well, actually, uh, I'm an intuitive and I'm a spiritual medium. I've been doing this a very short time, only 50 years, so I'm a newcomer. <laughs> I had some major experiences that actually opened me up into the field I'm in. I have been on A&E Paranormal State here in New York and, you know, in, in the States. I've been on Haunted New York and was up for an Emmy. I was a psychic to the stars for Channel 11, which is another major, you know, TV station here in New York. I have two of my own TV shows. One is called Beyond the Unexplained, and uh, where it's a live call-in show. I do it once a month live here in New York. And then I have another show. I work with a paranormal group called Eastern Suffolk Paranormal, and myself and Peggy Vitrano, we do a show called The Spirits Within, where we go to different restaurants, homes, venues that are haunted. And we actually videotape it, and it's actually on my show. And we're open to doing that, you know, and uh, I'm the medium that goes with them. And some of the amazing, amazing things that have come through this, you know, to us for clearing or helping out families or the loved ones who were stuck, you know, and don't realize that all they have to do is to, you know, ask, to be to or or to actually just to go to to you know to the heavens and and the, and and their loved ones are waiting for them there you know and I am on Facebook it's Janet Russell and I do have an email which is rosebudsjanetmsn.com uh what else let me see and that's my email my website is janetrussellpresents.com or you could just Google me and find out all the hot, good stuff about me that I've done. I I love helping others. It's it's part of what I guess I'm supposed to be doing this lifetime. And, um, you know, I never turn down any fundraisers that I can help at. You know, it's important. And I do do phone sessions. I do group sessions. You name it, I do it. So I'm all over the place. And it didn't take me three hours. Pardon me? You sound as bad as me. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what I say. 24 more hours in a day wouldn't be enough. Because I'm always what. doing 10 things at once. And I see your birthday is a day after mine. 25th of May, mine is. You're, I thought you were the 24th of, of April. No, uh, do you know what? I'll tell you why. Because I say, I say this on air, as that as it sounds. But I don't like putting my date of birth on Facebook because you have such a lot of fraudulent people. Oh, because I'm <laughs> April 23rd. <laughs> well, I'm April 23rd. So I oh, thought you? you were, yeah, I thought you were a day after me, but that's okay. Yeah, it's 
25th of May I am. I'm a Gemini. Okay, so you're the, my son is May 28th. So I, I, I totally understand Geminis. I really, really do. I, I had, had an ex-boyfriend that was a Gemini as well. So I really understand. Great people will give the world away. But you know what? It, it's almost like, you know you know that little poem, when you're good, you're real good, when you're bad, you're horrid? <laughs> that, that's yep. a Gemini. And usually when they're bad, they usually hide a little bit. So when a person can't get in touch with a Gemini, it means it's one of the days they just want to be alone. <laughs> Am I right? One hundred percent right. I know, but I and love I, them. They're I, good I people. A, I actually had a comment of a friend of mine the other day who said she tried to ring me on a couple of days, on a couple of times, and she went, "I take it you've gone into hibernation." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, whatever we're supposed to do, we're supposed to do. But I do, but I do like Gemini's, and sometimes they give so much of themselves that they don't know how to say no, and that's a very hard thing for them to do. Oh, I, I can take all of that. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's true. They're very good to, the, to their mothers. Most of them are, okay? Um, they don't know the word no, which is kind of rough at times, okay, uh, because that's so important. You know, I, I'm just learning the word no now, and it's it's not easy for me to say. Very hard. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, so you you can relate, you know, to that. And of yeah, course, I know you've had my my buddy on Lisa Beretta, and I know she's oh. an extremely good astrologer. She's one of the best that I know. Oh, uh, she. I, do you know what? I'm I'm just trying to work out which is her number. And obviously, I don't want to know her number over the air. But um, I, I've got a couple of people waiting. I'm not sure which is which. So and okay, I'm, I'm just well, let me look in the book, and I'll give you her. her I'll, I'll just give you her. You know her area code, yes. and this way you would know because I know she said she was going to be calling in as well. Let me just see what her area code. Her area code is two one five. Oh, she is sitting here waiting. She's going to so tell me off. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. How are you doing, love? Hi. How are you? <laughs> Thanks, Janet. That was beautiful. you are so welcome, my friend. Thank you. Hi, Sue. I love your show. I love your Thank show. Thank you, darling. How are you doing? Good, good. I was uh, trying to figure out astrologically what could be prompting all of these shootings here in the States. I mean, we just um, uh, had the, the the big shooting at the mall in Oregon also. That's right. Do, do you know what, though? Don't you think that, and I want so many people, just ordinary folks are saying this, not, not just the ones of us that are realizing there's a shift around and, and all of this 12, 12, 12. Everybody is saying the world has gone mad. That's even Joe Public is actually saying that, you know? What what can we actually do to make a difference? Now, because I, I, I want to put this to both of you, actually. I'm, obviously, as both of you know, I'm very much a spiritualist. I'm always trying to help everybody. And mm-hmm. um, the trouble is, people don't mind the fact that you help everybody, but then they've got an issue when you say spiritualist because they don't understand it. But then part of this shift and everything else is, obviously, all what we are about. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you say it is to do with the spiritual movement and it's times of change and blah, 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 then people freeze. But if you go and say to Joe Public, the world's on mass, they actually take it upon their wing and give you a rant about it. I know it's weird. It's, well, it's you know strange. what I think it is? Um, this, this, this was actually when I was writing my book, The Book of Transformation, I touched on the fact that as 
we went into this photon belt. Earth is pulling in this really high energy. Not everyone can handle it. it, it mm-hmm. and, and some people can really just short circuit and freak out. Uh, I mean, you know, this is, it, it, imagine like you're just like plugging into the big 220 line now, you know. Um, it's a big shift. It's a big jolt. And it's very sad, but but it's. I don't think some people can handle this shift. I really don't. I mean, it's supposed to be about enlightenment, um, bringing us closer to our spiritual self. And I think some people who don't understand that this is going on because they've not really been educated to expect this are freaked out by some sensations they may be having. Some uh, people who've never been clairvoyant before suddenly can think they're getting or are definitely getting message from spirit and they think they're going crazy. They think the voices in the head are telling them things because they are not educated that we are coming into our spiritual identity where our psychic abilities are being enhanced. Uh, you know, and, and we do feel a little different, but be, that's how come we need shows to tell people we're shifting. Mm-hmm. We're the next phase of our evolution and it's, you know, survival of the fittest. It's very sad that, you know, things like this are going on. Maybe it's to call our attention to it, to tell people what, what's going on. Yeah. I, I've just got to say we've got somebody in the chat room called Mary and who says, this lady speaks so much sense. It, it, oh, and, and you know who else is trying to call on? I, I just got I saw a Skype message. Uh, Michael Toddy, who's in the UK, too. Oh, Michael, yeah. Uh, Janet knows Michael. If you see yes. a number, I don't want to give his number out, but it would begin with a 019. Uh, he's not on at the moment. So we'll see if he comes at the moment. Okay. So have you been very busy then, Lisa? Is, is everybody I think it's the energy of the day, you know. Yeah. It's a it's a weird day today, isn't it, over here in the States? A very it's, weird yeah, day. It's very strange. Oh, yes. everybody's yes. feeling very discombobulated. Mm-hmm. Now, ever mm-hmm. since the 12th, I've had clients tell me, uh, you know, what's going on? They feel weird. Is it the eclipse? Is it the new moon? Is it, uh, is it we're approaching 2012? It's a combination of everything. And the two eclipses were strong, very strong. Yes. And then we had that hurricane here, which was horrible, horrible. Awful. I mean, how many people lost it? One of one of the girls that worked with me, one of my readers, her house actually blew up. They actually had a, a gas a, a stove, and apparently it wasn't turned off. And when she went back to the house, it actually blew up. So thank God she's okay. But such tragedy, so many people. And and you know, the, the lesson that I look when when there's tragedies like this, uh, people have to help each other and be more like family. You know, in other words doesn't matter what your thoughts and you know what you look like or what your income is you just have to be be there for the next person exactly it's got to go back to the way it was when i was a little girl exactly everybody helps everybody if michael's trying to call in does he call in the same number we call in or is there a different number if you're in the uk uh yes he has to put double o one in front of it oh he has to put double o one in front of the number yes so double o one three four seven three two seven nine six nine four okay but it's, uh, I think that eclipse, you know, that that was very crucial, the one that we had that mm-hmm. just started with, you know, the all the eclipses were in the Gemini-Sagittarius axis. And, you know, Geminis and Sagittarians have had a lot of changes over the past oh, few yes. years. And I'm sure that you, Sue, and Janet also can attest mm-hmm. to that because Janet definitely knows a lot of Geminis and yes. you being a Gemini. Now it's the Scorpio-Taurus. And, you know, 
Scorpio is always associated with death and rebirth and regeneration, and it makes us look at our dark side, what we need to purge, what we have to filter mm-hmm. out. And, mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes we have to see the ugliness and the brutality in our society to wake us up that we don't want this anymore. Very and true. wasn't there a big shooting at a school in Scotland maybe about 10 years or so also? Yeah, there was. Um, I was trying to think of this the other day. Um Dunblane, I think it was. Yes, yes. Dunblane, yes. Tragic, tragic. I was just talking, just speaking about that. I was just talking to uh, uh, actually uh, someone who works in the school locally. I'm doing a fundraiser for them in January. And the woman had asked to speak with me, and she was telling me that there's a child that she has to get help for because it's almost like some of these kids want to do the same thing that they see, and it's tragic. They think that's, that's the in thing to do, and you know, and, and it's sad. I think Mike Cloudy's in the queue now, too. I think he's in the queue. I just got a message from him. Oh, yes, great. he is. I'll bring him on now. Um, do you know what? Sorry, what was his name again? I've got I uh, Michael Tardy. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? I'm surviving. <laughs> Hi, Michael. How are you? Hi, Michael. How are you, love? Long time no hear from you. Yes, long time. I thought well, I was going to get there. The shootings over here. Yeah, well, it's the last act of a dying species, isn't it? Yes, I agree. You know, these things are going to happen um, with the transformation coming up starting in, in December. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get this kind of thing because I'm a great believer that there's an evil side to oh, yes. to mm-hmm. the spiritual realm, and it's always been a battle and always will be between good and evil, and that there's. You know, for everyone that tries to as good, the, the, there'll be a side that will try negative. It's like mm-hmm. Pierre Trudeau, the Canadian Prime Minister, once said, for every good person in this world is an assassin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's true, you know, and these things will and these will try and push people off that spiritual. Because the first thing that a lot of people say to you when you say you're spiritual when it's like this, they say, well, do you believe there's a God? Do you believe the spirits? So of course I do. I say, well, why does he allow things like this to happen? Well, you, you know what you I know, want to ask you? You know how they, it's, it's unfortunate. They say things happen in threes now. Just a few days ago, we had this horrible mall shooting where someone went crazy and uh, dressed up uh, with, with a mask and a, and a camouflage outfit and went and shot up holiday shoppers. Now we have the school shooting. Uh, you know, things do happen in three, and I, I just, you know, psychically, I, I, I don't know why I was feeling someplace around something like transportation. I didn't know if it was... Um, yeah, I'm feeling the same like thing. Like an airport or a subway stop or no, a I've station. got a feeling. You know, when I was going to talk, I was, we were talking before, the Midwest, look for Midwest, you know, like Dakota, mm. um, straight down the middle, somewhere like that, or um, Oklahoma, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking up yeah, Colorado. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm picking yeah. up Colorado. Yeah. When we had that bad thing oh, a few years back in Colorado, remember? Oh, they, yeah. The, yeah, the, the senator got shot. Not only that, yeah, remember they went the to the school the too. The school. Oh, Columbine, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's tra- tragic. So, so tragic. And the sad thing is, is some of these parents know that these children have issues. Take care of them when they're young. You know, get yeah. them get them the help that they need, you know. Some it's of them could tragic. be understood indigos that were maybe, how do we know, were they over-medicated? Uh, That's true. Indigos, when they're wired properly, Function and they're, they're rebellious, but in a good way, where they bring down the false structures like the bad banking systems and the bad governments. 
but when they're misunderstood, this level of frustration, it's like an energy buildup, and it's it's like you have your finger in the plug, and it, it, right. it just takes so much, and they explode. You know, or are they doing something like this for everybody to look and finally wake up? I, I mean, it's a horrific well, way you know, to get your point across, but we have to look at it as an energy level. Definitely, and you know, and and the way I look at those children, because you know, I I read many just like both of you do, and or all of us actually. And the thing is, they are so uh, solely uh, more educated than the average person, and they're so much smarter. Their intensity is, you know, and most of them are intuitive, you know, and 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 they are our future when you think about it in reality. You know, and the thing is, when they when when they come through with su- such intensity, that's true. Maybe some of them, you know, the intensity goes a bit too far. It's tragic. It's tragic, yeah. it really is. Yeah, I just want to say to you, you know, I, I look at this, and you're absolutely right, saying about everything. I've always got this saying: everything happens for a reason. And good grief, please nobody shoot me down for what I'm about to say. Right. But do you know what I mean? Sometimes. I believe that we really do need our eyes to be opened. Mm-hmm. And if we are saying that a lot of us are actually asleep, then obviously they've decided we haven't got our eyes open and they've done something about it. Now, I've said this quite a few times about the fact that when Princess Diana died, the whole world came together, everybody right. sleep, and literally the whole world did come together that day. But when mm-hmm. we're talking about anything about bringing spiritually all of us together, or bringing people together over animal advocates or whatever, then all of a sudden everybody says the world can't come together. Yeah, but it doesn't involve alcohol at the moment. That's the problem, I think. <laughs> well, it, 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 Hand the glasses round, love. <laughs> you know what? My, my no, but I think, a... that, I think that instead of working together, we've become so individualised that the, a lot of people go out on a Friday night and they binge drink or they just get plastered just to forget. Something to yeah. do, yeah, yeah. Because they've got so much stress in their lives, and this is where oh, the trouble sad. comes from. And basically, then the whole the whole of humanity is being held to ransom, aren't they? Exactly. Very true. You Very know, my 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 son, uh, who's a filmmaker, made a good point. Our constitution here in the state says we have the right to bear arms, but mm-hmm. the constitution was written back in uh, the the late 1700s, early 1800s. Times have changed. I mean, this, oh, is, cool. this is not the wild, wild west with cowboys and Indians and frontier. You know, we are supposed to be at a level now where, you know, our greatest weapon should be our, our psychic senses. You know, I mean, not not a gun. Uh, it, it, we really have to look at gun control in this country. Mm-hmm. Mm, and I think the problem with England is community. We've got to get communities back. I agree. We're all I think all over the world, everybody needs to yeah. work work out. You know, and, and yes, since we are going into you know this whole spiritual energy in the spiritual world, this is what is going to save us: is doing the right thing, sending the love, not hate. Love, it's, yeah. You know, and, it, and that it, is what it's when we see word, people really. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these people who commit these crimes, they're all automatically classed as loners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see a lot of them alone. Yes. Now, the is, they're the isolated ones. Uh, and I believe truly that the negative side can get to somebody who's isolated. Oh, sure. And, it, you know, they, they become their friends. I quite believe it when they say they hear voices. And what we've got to do is look for the weaker people like that in society mm-hmm. and bring them in. Of course. Yeah. 
you know, spend yeah. time with your fellow man, and you'll get your benefits so so much more, you know, intensified oh, over. You know, but I, you I'm, ever... a, I'm a great believer in attacks and personal. You know, I mean, Lisa, remember when I went, I flew from uh, Philadelphia to Los Angeles. Oh my gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that with the woman and those stones? Yes, that was about what ten years? No, not ten years ago. How many years ago was that? Like six, that, seven? I, I'll tell you, I got cold. I was still thinking about that. Yes. Yeah, tell them the story. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I was going to to make a, a documentary about a haunted Native American burial ground in um, in uh, just outside Los Angeles, and I come to the airport and been racked with trouble. It was, remember 2006, the day they were going to bomb those planes. Yes, there were bomb planes coming over the Atlantic from England. Yeah, and I hate flying anyway, so it was a white knuckle ride of the century for me. <laughs> and honestly. You know, uh, it, it was a flight. I mean, I, I, I don't know how I survived. I mean, it's one of them get gangrene. I had no blood from me, me, me wrist down all the way there. And I got, we were late, and my baggage got rifled, didn't it? And, and there was loads of problems. So anyway, he got me a later flight, thanks to Lisa playing L on the phone. And a woman walked up to me. And I don't know anyone in America apart from Lisa and at the time. And this woman, she just walked up, gave me a kiss on the cheek and said, you're here for a mission. You're here for a very spiritual reason. Ooh, I remember that, pr- yeah. And she gave me three stones. And she just walked away. So I thought, hang on. Is this, you know, I thought for a minute, oh, Lisa's taking the mic or someone's having a joke with me. So I went after her, turned the corner, and there's a big corner in the walkway. She wasn't there, there was no doors, nothing, it was just a long passage. I thought, no, you're stressed out. That's what it is. Anyway, it could have been an alien. God knows what it was. But <laughs> I mean, they're not done it. You've had your experience. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, but <laughs> as soon as I got in that queue to get on that plane, I started sweating. Really? And then I couldn't walk. And I had to say to the attendant who gets you on, I said, I think I'm having a problem here. I said, I can't walk. He said, you're sweating terribly. He said, hang on. He said, well, you got a medic in. And my temperature was like 103. Oh, my. So I said, I better phone up Lisa and tell her there's something wrong. And she said, what happened? I said, well, this woman will give me these stuff. And Lisa said, look, put them in the bin now. Threw mm-hmm. them in the bin. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they left my hands, temperature dropped. I could walk. And even the guy said, "Oh my, were you taking the mickey out of us? I said, listen, I don't joke about things like this. Oh, my God. Who knows what would happen on that had, plane? And, and like Lisa said, someone tried to get to you. Oh, my. But I've had a few incidents like that before. And that's why I'm a great believer, and you've got to protect yourself as well. It takes my breath away when you say that, because, you know, if you would have went on the plane, who knows what may have happened. Well, like that, yeah, I would have no had, had an energy to them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely they do. Definitely they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. So, were you aware that Janet had an actual abduction experience? Well, I must admit, actually, you know, Reese, I literally spoke to Janet just before. We did, yeah. And we jumped into the show, Lisa. It was so unprofessional. We jumped into the show. <laughs> oh, this is a fun show today. I'm enjoying every minute of it. As a matter of fact, I, I wish I could reschedule my client who's going to call in five minutes because I want to stay on oh. the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love these shows. They're just really relaxed and just, we just talk about everything. But first thing I'm just going to say, um, before we say about Janet, I literally spoke to Janet very quickly and then straight onto the air and then we had to go backwards in the thing because... I wanted everybody to know about Janet and what she's all about. But, you know, saying about negativity in people, 
I mean, as you know, Lisa, I mean, I do so much for the Ask Sue show. I'm always working silly hours till after clock. And, you know, I'm getting a lot of negativity. And, you know, I'm so quick to say to everybody, if you're being stabbed in the back, it's because they're walking behind you. So that means they're actually behind you, so you're way in front of them. Right, if right. you down, it's because you're above them and they are below you. But do mm. you know what? I don't care what anybody says. I can say that saying to myself a thousand times, but it's still damn hurtful when you get negativity chucked at you and oh, yeah. you get run down for stuff. And I think, I'm trying to be positive. I try to chill out. I try to take, you know, push away the negative thoughts. But can any of you guys actually tell me something that will inspire me to... I don't know, help me, and I'm sure other people in the chat room will be the same, where it's like, you try to be positive, then you get up the next morning, and you think, right, I'm going to be positive today, and then the phone rings, and you've got somebody negative on the phone, and you think, you're draining me already, and you've only been on the phone, say, five minutes. You well, you know, with me, when I get people like that, you know, because a lot of them will call and basically want you to tell them how to live their life. And we all have free will, and I always truly respect everyone, but I always tell people if they're in an unhealthy situation to leave it. Because when you stay in negativity, you become negativity. When you stay in a positive energy, you become positive. This last year, I stepped away from so many important people in my life because they weren't coming from the same place. And and I'm so much happier and clearer, and just the energy, even in my house, you can feel. When you walk in, it's clear. It's not like that, you know, mundane drab. So I really feel we need to pick our friends very, very. We've got to choose our friends and even family, believe it or not, wisely. And we do have to set our boundaries. And if we don't set our boundaries, then we sometimes we have no one to blame but ourselves in reality. That's the way I I truly feel. People laugh at me because I always say, well, I had my chainsaw to my family tree, and it's now (laughs) down to the tree trunk. Because (laughs) I don't don't get on with my family. They are totally the opposite to me. They're total negativity. And and, and I just say to people, that saying, blood's thicker than water, in my life. Cut cut my wrist is all I can say to that. No, I don't want to say blood as them, thank you. And I still say, I don't know how I came out of that. <laughs> well, because because you saw, you know, you saw purity and you saw, you know, what you want to be. And you kind of took yourself up by the bootstraps and said, you know what, I, you know, I, I know that I can help others. And I know mm. I'm going to do it from a positive way. Yeah, and that became who you are. That is your mission, mm. of course, definitely. Yeah. Well, I do, Janet. Sorry, what I do, Sue, is, is I yeah. say to them, you know, when you get negative, I've, I've done like thousands and thousands of readings. I'll give you the I website know. you can check up and see the, the you know the ratings people give me. Yeah. And I say to them, what? website, love. I say, why don't you, uh, I say to them, do you, you know, I'll try and put a bit of humour in there. Right. I find, you know, it's easy to be funny, you know, for me. I, I just oh, say yeah. I'm mad. I love it. But... The thing is, then when they start that, and if they get, they, I've got I had one a couple of nights ago, and they continue, you know, very, very negative. I said, right, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. do you want? Do you want the positive reading, or do you want the negative reading? Right. Said, well, I want right. the positive one, of course. I said, well, right, you have to get into the positive to get exactly. one. Exactly. Exactly. What you're putting off is blocking me. Oh, totally, totally, totally. 
And then when I mean, you explain to them that their negative attitude can increase your stress levels, and when oh, it sure. increases your stress levels, you're not doing the job that you could do for them. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, it's funny. When I get people like that, you know, that I see either in person or even on the phone or, you know, when I do the fundraisers in the groups, I get a migraine headache so bad. And I just, I look up and say, thank you, God, because I know when I get those headaches, those are people that I don't want to be, you know, around. Exactly. It, it, it's almost you know, like people say, God himself yeah, people comes say, down and shows it. Yeah, you know? people say you shouldn't be abusive or... I'll never be really abusive, but I will no. say things that will shake them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I had one person who was being really foul, and mm-hmm. and I knew I was getting because uh, the, the reaction was telling me in in some parts that I was getting it, in other parts, you know, they just didn't want to know that you know the way well, they told them to be yeah. careful. And, because and you she, you were actually become really touching. abusive. So no, all but, I said but, to her is, the best no, thing, you were, thing to say. No, but you were what you were doing. What you were doing was you were showing yeah. them. Themselves, in other words, yeah, they, you exactly. Know, yeah, yeah, and they. And so they I always have a couple of one-liners it. in the back of yep. my head, and the one they used on this person was, when I was a baby, when I was about five, I was eating a, a sausage sandwich, and my grandmother said, one day that pig will come back and hurt you. You took your time. <laughs> I got no more trouble off it. <laughs> You're too much. You are so funny, Michael. You're so you know, funny. but that's it. You know, it's, I know. But the thing is, the main thing is, so if you say to them, look. You call me for the reading. You want to get the best reading you can. Exactly. But if 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 you go to the hairdressers and they're cutting your hair, you don't keep trying to butt them in the face, do you? Right, exactly. Because you're never going to get your hair cut. Be positive. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Well, that's but, it. That's yeah. why... Well, when they call you know, up, they start to get a little bit, you know, uh, cocky with me. I say, okay, look, um, if you, you want to argue with somebody, that's double the price that you're paying. So I'll gladly... <laughs> You're a good partner, yeah. but there's an upcharge for that, and that usually settles them down. And I say everybody gets upset when they have a problem going on, and I've been there myself. But please, uh-huh. when you get nervous and 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 wild and upset, it doesn't help me. It doesn't exactly. help me at all. And I am focusing on. You're like watching a live wire. I cannot. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go in there and deal with you because I'm going to pick up your negative energy and exactly. I'm going to break something in my house or. Or something will happen because energy. I'm so energy sensitive. It's contagious. It's. It, I'll tell you, we. It's a dangerous job that we have here because what we are playing with everybody's energy, and That's it's right. so easy to pick up. Oh, yeah. uh, it, it, it really. I call it psi flu because sometimes mm-hmm. after I, if I had a night where I had a few difficult clients, really I find myself uh, being short with people and yeah. things. I lose things. I can't find things. It's like wait. I need to ground myself exactly. and wash my hands with some sea salt because this is, uh, and you'll see, uh, light workers. we're going to be more uh, prominent, I feel, than psychiatrists in, in this oh, coming well, age. We do, but we, you know, it, it is well, almost like we do that work, out, you know? Guys. Yeah. We started out in, in, in the, 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 the intuitives, the psychics, the mediums in, in, in prehistoric times as they had no therapists. They had no real doctors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the witch doctor or the the, the medium or the the, the psychic. Mm-hmm. It was him that kept the, the tribe together. It was him that kept everybody sort of in mm-hmm. balance. Remember, Mike, you had a past life, I think, during the Inquisition as a psychic, and I, I didn't know. Oh, that that yeah, that when they cut my tongue out, and I had that uh, Reiki. <laughs> yeah. 
Michael had was, had a Reiki session to clear him out of some past lives, and he was actually in, in the Inquisition. They mm. got a hold of him. Oh. On the wrong side again. I, don't say, I never seem to be getting <laughs> on the right side. <laughs> I get done too, and I don't get to doing, you know. You know. <laughs> and uh, they're going to find out oh. a lot more. I feel this disclosure, we're coming into a, a time of disclosure where we're going to find out, yes, uh, we all have psychic abilities, but we've mm-hmm. been told to think that it's evil and we don't have them and it's, you know, uh, just crazy. Yes, there are galactic neighbors. They know how oh, to yeah. shift dimensionally and Janet can attest to that. She oh, yes, is a legitimate person and in, they even had a film crew come over from Japan years ago mm-hmm. to investigate the uh, what do you have, the uh, thing put in your arm. The, the you implant, have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Implant the in her yeah. arm. You know, and uh, I mean, Mike, you've You've had contact with people on the other side that has totally blown people away, so we know it's just a yeah. dimensional shift well, that separates us from them. With, um, I've had quite a few experiences with the uh, you know, the extraterrestrial side of it. I've not been taken mm-hmm. on board the ship or anything, no. But, but, but you, you're not sure. You may, not, you may, have, and may have forgotten it. It took me 33 years. You know, I was 22 Janet, when it happened. Janet, if you took one look at me, love, they'd have, to, they'd have to bring another ship in to help them load me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not so sure, you know, anyone would want to stick anything around me. And... Well, all I can say is they are among among us, okay, be it good, bad, or indifferent. Um, the world's got a really... Pardon I think me? again, Janet, you know, we've got, we have got extraterrestrials working amongst us, but we've, also, we've got the negative and the positives. Well, in everything, my dear, in everything. And, and that's we've what got I mean, this is where these shootings and things like this come I up. Know, I think it's, it's all hard. part of, you know... Yeah. Let's spoil everything. Let's spoil the transition. We don't want. Well, to these are unhealthy through. people that are doing this. Yeah, we take no. yeah, the risk off. I, I, years ago, I had a. Um, oh well, yeah, they don't know. want us to realize there's a shift. But years ago, right. I'll tell you quickly because I know I'm going to have a, a client I have to get to. Um, a, a woman, a Native American woman, full blood Indian. Uh, I knew her. I think she's since passed. But she had told me. I think it was back in 1991. She said, "You know, there are." extraterrestrials here she said she had meetings with them she said their eyes mm-hmm. were crystal blue and she said they have no fingerprints i'm like what she's no she says i met with them and i this lady was not crazy she's uh, telling you well when you want to talk about a psychic she was incredible very talented and she had she was the first one and i wasn't too into aliens at that time i, I mean i, I wasn't right. aware and right. she she told me she was Sometimes people think they, they, they meet an angel or a helper and they disappear. It, they shift dimensionally, Lisa. They're there. She yeah. said uh, the difference between them and people on the other side, like your guides, they, can, they can't interfere, but they can help you if you ask for the help. She goes, but extraterrestrials can interfere, so be very discriminating and always yeah. take your hands and just go up and down in a very non-noticeable way. If you're dealing with somebody and you're uncertain, she feel their energy field. Of Everybody course. has an aura, and she goes, you'll yeah. feel those, she goes, because your hand will vibrate like it's never vibrated before. Mm-hmm. So well, that's a little bit if anybody thinks they've come into somebody like an alien, just feel their energy. But I just want to say good evening to everyone. I've totally enjoyed it. I, I wish I could stay, but I have a client, and 
I, I, I'll try to, like, listen if the client <laughs> doesn't notice it's on in the background. But I, I love you guys, and you're also very talented. And, uh, Catch you later, Liz. All right, Mike, I will definitely I'll, I'll Skype you later this evening. Janet, I, you know, I'll talk to you, too. Okay, honey, still, many, many blessings. I'm be in touch. Judy Reed didn't say it. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye. Judy Reed didn't say Well, I've done some readings on um, the Asu show, yes. Um, the funny part is there's... I feel at the moment I've got so much on in my own life that every time I do a Wednesday show to do my readings, I end up doing a show about something else because something else comes in. But I mm. feel that because spirits are saying to me, I need to sort myself out first. Well, well you know, normally you know, when it changes happens. like that, it's guided. Yeah, yes. I, I believe that. You, you know, know, it's I've funny because uh, Lisa was talking about energies. When I go and I meet someone one-on-one for some reason, I do pick up their energy, and I know if they're spiritual. I know if they're good. I know if, if they're not coming from the right angle, you know. And when when you meet people like that, you really have to, it's almost like walking on eggs because, you know, they sometimes they contact us, to, you know, to to tell them how to live their life, and that yeah. I will tell people if I and I and I do it honestly, and I know Michael, you do, and I know Lisa does. If I feel that a person needs counseling or help, I will literally tell them, yes, yeah. not a bad thing. You know, it's good. Oh yeah, it's I mean, I've worked, you know, I've worked for companies, and I've taken the bosses there white with some of the things I've said, but it's been the truth. No, but yeah. you know, because because sometimes they call us like we are counselors, and some days I really yeah. truly feel like it, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, you know, and, and I always tell them it's it's not a, a hidden thing to go to speak with people who can help you because yeah. they're far more always, knowledgeable than I am. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I always wear Christmas Day because there's so many lonely people outside. Oh, yes. Terrible. You know, and they are in the state of depression. You can get them on the right road. Totally. And and around the holidays, you know, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. sure you, you do too, Michael, get people, you know, when am I going to find the love of my life? You know, And I yeah. tell them, don't just settle. Go for the best that you, that God wants yeah, you to well, have. Yeah, well, when they say to and me... And let them settle. Yeah, they say to me, when am I going to see the love of my life? And the first thing I say to them is, right, walk over to the mirror, look at it, and when you see that person <laughs> in the mirror that's loving your life, then you'll get someone who loves you just I like, like that, yeah. And that's or, where you or, start. or know you're worthy, or know you're worthy. Exactly, A lot of them exactly. don't realize that they, they need to be worthy, and, that, you know, everybody well, makes too many mistakes. people out there are accepting second best, thinking that's all they're going totally. to get. And you know what? And I, I, I won't. I, I can't. You know, I've been there as well as everybody else, but I can't because you know what? God puts people in your life, and I truly believe it, to either show you the right way or to help you get into the right path. That's the way I yeah. look at it. We, you know, our life is nothing but lessons every day. It's a lesson. It's like yeah, going to school. Continually. Yeah. Uh, it's quite funny you saying this because um, on Sunday I'm doing a special show. And it's because it's 16 years ago since I had my daughter, and she passed away after two days. Oh, and, sorry. And a lot of people say to me, I mean, now I'm not, I'll never be over it, of course. My, of course my daughter's hardly, but I always say to everybody that loses a child, at the time you feel like your world is shattered. Now, mm-hmm. I need to say to people, and I don't want to go too much into this because this is my Sunday show, but I want to say to people, you know, I can remember coming home from the hospital and I literally opened the door, my other half opened the door and I walked in, and I was greeted by an over-decorated Christmas tree, um, sympathy cards, 
Christmas cards into congratulations cards. Oh, my God. Uh, together. Please. Now, do you know what? You are absolutely right saying about people and Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that any day in the year of losing a baby is a good time, because there isn't oh, no. a good time. But to have it at Christmas time, and I always, my mates all know me. I don't mm. need sympathy between the 16th and 18th. They right. know I do what I want to do between those dates. Exactly. I, I don't need no. I don't need all uh, that sympathy. I don't need chocolate, strawberries, and all that nonsense. Right. I right. just do my own thing, and it's the two days, two or three days. That I think about my daughter. I think I don't have her for the rest of 365 days. So this is when I literally sit and I, you know, if I want to chill out, or I'll just go and do something in particular, or I'm, I might go to a grave because right. I always say to people, society tells me to go to the grave. Her body is deteriorating. I don't want to think like that. And I but can I tell you something, Sue? I keep on feeling that she's given you a row of. She starts off giving you one red rose with love, but then within within an hour's time, you are surrounded by them, and you will smell the roses, usually roses or lilacs, because your daughter is definitely. And I'm getting chills, and that's confirmation. Your daughter is definitely around you and I need to tell you she does do the show with you as well oh. whether you're aware of that or not I, so, I so can I ask a question yes certainly go on you won't be upset no no okay when you were talking you know you said the spirit of the little girl mm-hmm. but I got two other small spirits with that have you lost three in total like miscarriage or my lord in life. You're pretty good, you, aren't you, to be fair? <laughs> <laughs> so I've got three little spirits all together. Yes. Yes, I can take those three. Yep. Well, it's you do, but you do have the love of the of of them, and they do send you roses, and they are so, so there with you. So proud of you, my dear. Yeah. Well, by the way, Sue, before we get off, listen, hey, when do you think you, about you it? Excuse me, it's not an hour show, love. You can still stay on for another hour yet. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you were moving on. No, good grief, no, no, carry on. No, right, well, <laughs> when when you think of, you know, like the loss, I know Jana personally, um, I know myself personally. <laughs> um, you know, this is why, as mediums and psychics, we have such a bloody awful life. Because, we've because we can look at somebody way. in the face. Yes. We can look at somebody in the face and say, I know how you feel. Exactly. Yeah. And you know it what? registers. Because then they know you're saying, you know, they can't, you know, too many, you know, you see some very young people doing this and it worries me because they haven't had the hard training we have. Exactly. Yeah. So, so true. And they're saying, so I know how you feel. Well, you don't because you've not been through it. You know well, what? you know what I, I think it is, too, is we have the compassion because we've lived it. Well, well, yeah, when you've been there, you don't want anyone else to do it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So true. Do, do you know what, though? I, I always say to people, you know, I mean, I've spoken to other people since, and, and I, I always say to people, Cayman was, was meant to be to show me that life's too short, okay? Mm-hmm. I've got four children now, and I think to myself, I'm like, very lucky that I've got four. And then I also say to people, you know, I'm lucky because I've got angels that are personally my own. Yeah. Okay? Oh, and I and I've got my nan, I've got my granddad, and I've got other various other members of my family. So I've got my own personal angels that I trust 100%, no doubts about. Okay, I know that they're always about me, 
But then I also know and think to myself, they did all these things purposely to me so that I could do a radio show, so I could help others, so mm. that when people ring and I can pick up their vibes, I can pick up their vibes because I felt them. That's exactly true. I have felt those feelings. I have mm. felt how they grieve. I, I I know what they need to hear or what they don't exactly. need to hear. Exactly. I, I know if their daughter passed a, 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 say a year ago and how they'll feel and what they need. I know it's six years, how much they know and how much they'll need. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah. I've only lost them a week ago. Are, are, you know, different again. Do you know what I mean? But also, I also say to everybody, I was, everybody feels that I've been different. There's people that's had miscarriages. There's people that have held their baby for a couple of hours. There's those right. like had it for a couple of days. And there's some that have lost their children, like we've seen today, that have been shot, who maybe, I don't know what they were, but even if they lost them at 8, 9, 10, 16, or 20, 30, 50. Right. At the end of the day, I think to myself, one, I was lucky because I was able to hold her. She was fully formed. She was two days old, and I had her for two days. That's two days more than those four people that had miscarriages right. to hold them. So true. But then I think about those four people that lost their sons and daughters that you, you know, a literally a young age, maybe 10, 20, mm-hmm. whatever, and they have got so attached to them, that's, oh, sure. that's something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, so I, I, I can relate to most. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm very good at sitting on the garden fence and looking at things from all different ang- mm-hmm. angles, mm-hmm. too. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah, I could, I could totally relate, you know, you know, because that that's basically, because we have experienced a lot of pain, and that's why oh, yeah. we do have the compassion and do understand yeah. what it's about. That's basically the whole thing in a nutshell, really, you know. Exactly. The way it is, yeah. So, you know, because so they all I've think... Dean, I've got two very good mediums on the show, then. What do either of you pick up for me in the next few months? Well... The first thing, I was thinking about it before when you were talking, and I, I, I think it's, it, there's something about to break for you, but it, it, it's revolving around a meeting on Tuesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does that make any sense here? A meeting on Tuesday? I haven't got anything yet, but if you give me their name and number, I'll organise it. <laughs> well, I think it's got something to do with something, it could end up something to do around the TV, TV stuff. Okay. Um, have, have you done TV yet, Sue? I haven't, but I have got people that are messaging certain people. Um, I'm not going to say too much yet because you're telling me, but um, that, that, but they have messaged a few for me. So who knows? Well, I do no, feel that. All right, look for something happening on Tuesday hmm. relevant to work in the future that I think could lean towards TV. And I do get the name Brown with it. You know, it's funny because when I'm talking to you, when I'm tuning into you, I see a hand. When I see a hand, a hand shows me opportunities, communication, you know, with people. It could be on the computer, it could be on the phone, it could be on on the media, or it could be actually meeting one on and on. And I don't know if you've ever thought about starting some sort of a book where you may have started it and put it down and started it and put it down. It's time for you to just go into it 100%. And I also feel if you, I know I've been supposed to be writing a book, but I just don't have the time or the energy. But what I always suggest is have somebody get like a, a tape recorder, and when your thoughts come there, 
put it in the tape recorder so you don't lose those thoughts, and then condense it when you have the time. Right. Okay. Okay. I definitely feel that around you. Tuesday. I'm still trying to think what I've got Tuesday. <laughs> it could be something that happens on Tuesday out of blue, but I've got, I'm sure Tuesday's going to be relevant to you. Well, see, the thing with me is... You have to let me know if it is. Oh, my gosh. I, I tell you what, I'll be on the phone to you, love. Don't you worry. <laughs> so where are, you, are you from? Obviously, you've got that lovely Scouser accent. <laughs> yes. Well, I moved from Liverpool to London to Stafford. Went to Philadelphia for, the, for a week. Then I went to... Ten weeks in LA, then back to York, and I live in North Yorkshire now. Okay. Up uh, on Moors. Oh well, I used to live in Doncaster. Yeah, well, we're north, way, a bit quite away north of York now, but yeah. in, in, in you know, lots of supposed to be black dogs, phantom coaches, UFOs, right up my street. <laughs> <laughs> off you, are you red or blue though? There's only one that's red. Blue is when someone pinches your season ticket and you give up all hope of life in the future. Oh. <laughs> now tell you better half this one. A fellow come out of Everton, he was fed up to that, he never win anything so he nailed his season ticket to a tree. And he's walking down the road with his mates, and he said, well, what, did you, what do you do? He said, I nailed my season ticket to a tree. To a tree. He said, oh, give him one last chance. He said, oh, I'll go back and get it. Then you know what? Somebody had pinched a nail. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I like that. I like oh, that. brilliant. Oh, I just love it. Do you know what? I'm not into my football, I must admit, but and everybody says, who do you support? I said, I just don't support any. Then I don't get into the argument. <laughs> well... I have to because I, I'm like you, so I work twenty four seven on this. Yeah, I think um, we all do. Yeah, when we yeah, have Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I, all day I'm working on it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then other night I, I work on the lines, and then also working on this while I'm waiting for calls, and yeah. I'm, I'm studying the. You know, obviously I do the mediumship and that, but right. I'm centered around um, anything paranormal. I'm hoping to get my own company going paranormal soon, Good. and. You know, taking people to places that are different mm-hmm. with energy, mm. could have had experiences and anywhere we go. Right. You know, and, and, and I need the football every now and then just to take my head away from it. Yeah. See, I did I, have I, to pick the year that Liverpool are being really crap like to the, you know, so <laughs> that made me feel very happy. Well, but we're getting there. Well, I, I actually. Where about you, Sue? I'm in Shropshire, sunny Shropshire. Well, actually, it's dark at the minute. Where about? Uh, near Ellesmere. Oh, my ex-wife, her mother, her best friends used to own the... Was it the railway in? Oh, yes. Yeah, I used to stay in the railway in there. Do you know what? Can I just say to her, when I first start, you first started talking, I felt like I'd met you before, right? And I and felt I, the same about you. You you sound so familiar now. And You don't ever remember the kooks, do you? Who used to know the people in the pub. They used to, the the manager of the railway inn was a guy from Leeds, a friend of the family. Yorkman. And he, we used to go up there oh, once a month or so and stay. Good grief. Isn't just a small world? Do you, do you know what? I'm always amazed by the Ask Sue show. Shall I tell you why? Because um, I used to, I think to myself, I've got people I talk to in Australia, America, 
Germany, New Zealand, oh and all sorts on this show. And then I get somebody who's been twelve me, and I just think, wow, that's just cool, isn't it? Yeah. So we should be quite well, amazed with what we're putting together, really. Well, listen to this. We went over. I was doing this documentary in California. And we said, look, we'll go to Sedonia for a, couple, a day or two. Oh. I wanted to see Sedonia. So when yes. we get in the car, and we pull up, we stayed overnight in this, uh, you know, like a motel with a swimming pool. And, and we, I said, we're going, we're, going for the, said, we're going for lunch at seven, and it was about five o'clock. And being a scouser, you know, not used to the sunny climbs, I said, I'm going to go in the pool. I said, I'm melting. So I climbs up about 20 foot on this diving board, jumps in the water, inadvertently lands on this guy <laughs> and we both surfaced and he, he he was just about to punch me and he looked at me and he said Mick I said Dempsey we've been at school together we used to sit next to each other at school oh my <laughs> and we he still we still laugh about that I'm like, good god how, what's the chances of that really that's do too you, hard but you know do you by uh, chance do you, by chance, know a guy called John Sefton who was a football player? I've heard the name. I've heard the name. He, he was a he, but used to play when he was a kid. A Sefton or Sefton? Sefton, S-E-P-H-T-O-N. Yeah, the name's familiar. Well, well, that's my other half, uh, Mum's partner. Ah. And, and where, where is it you're from, Richard? Um, uh, St. Helens, he's from, originally. Oh, my auntie used to live in St. Helens, yeah. And John's from Kirby. Mm. John's from Kirby. Oh, Bethlehem with windows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't get them sort of jokes. I'll just pretend laugh, but Bill will understand what you're on it's, about. It's a, bit, it's a bit rough, dear. <laughs> I can't talk. I'm from Tochter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I love, because of the structure, it's such a... Oh, oldie worldy place, do you know what I mean? And, and I love it. But, oh, I love it. I absolutely love Elsmere. It's just some of the yeah, people. I do paranormal oh, events, and Shops is one of those countries. Sorry? Well, Shops is one of the counties, sorry. You've got so many, those castles, I do paranormal events, I'm desperate to do something there. Oh, my goodness. You'll have to come, because I actually run, well, I've actually just shut it up until Christmas. We'll be reopening after Christmas. So you've just got yourself a booking for next year because we <laughs> run the Shropshire Spiritual Centre. The what? Shropshire. Oh, I'd love yeah. yeah. I, I actually, I actually work with Richard Felix as well. Now I've actually messaged him and I didn't get a reply. So you might be able yeah, to. Yeah, with, with a double act. <laughs> you want to see us when we get going? I don't know about ghosts, but you'll laugh. <laughs> uh, yes, but do you know what? I don't care what anybody says. Spiritualism is all about laughter too. Oh, you know sorry. what? I go on these dues, and we have to give a speech before you do it. And I say, <laughs> everyone, you know, if you don't scream, that's fine. But if you're not going to laugh, get out that door now and get your money back. <laughs> because you're doing something you enjoy. You should be laughing. You should be happy. Exactly. It's not about who's oh. the best medium. It's not about who's the best psychic. It's not about right. who's more spiritual. It's exactly. about who's more comfortable in the skin, get to enjoy it. And we have some cracking laughs. Yeah. You know, some you know, of the things I am, that people... I am, I am certain I have met you. Oh, you know what? I, I can... No, I'm you'd not... remember the face. You know, my mother used to keep a picture on the mantelpiece to keep my brothers and sisters away from the fire. 
I, I heard she put one on the front door to stop the burglars too. I would never be burgled. <laughs> now, my mother was like part of the Irish. You know what she said to me? She said, you, we were that ugly as a kid. She said, we used to feed you with the catapult. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, the only kid in the in the hospital who's incubated had uh, tinted glass. Oh Jesus, good lord! <laughs> <laughs> you need to start your own comedy show, Michael. <laughs> That's true. I was just going to say. I go I'm through gonna... life. I'm I'm lucky. I don't make a lot of money. I I love what I'm doing. I enjoy oh, spiritualism. I enjoy mediumship. I love paranormal ghost hunts. I love the paranormal. And you know, I don't make a lot, but I'm happy and I'm blessed. And if I can't laugh at myself, then I yeah. should be damned ashamed of myself. That's so and I'm true. the first person. Exactly. So you know, people come up to me in, in the night and they say, you the medium? I say, no, extra large, but I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you something funny. It was only... No, actually, what was it? Uh, the other day when we were at the children's um, concert, Christmas concert, where it should be full of love and laughter. Well, I've never seen such a load of miserable faces in my life. Oh, and it's I, all let outdo the others. You're the oh, best. Come on. Do you know what? I, I'm going to have a little bit of a rant here. I'm good at my Ask Sue rant. They even <laughs> saved the three seats at the front for three people that were just somebody's, or they thought they were. Yeah. And, uh, and they saved three seats from. Who gave them oh, the right God. to save them three for those three people? You know like me, Sue? I am about the most irreverent person you'll ever meet. Oh, but do you know what? I'm... I'm a big girl. I'm not. I'm not a model by any chance, but I've got a heart of gold, and if I can help anybody out, I will. More than it's a love, dear. That's oh, what I like about it. Yes, absolutely. And you know, the amount of times I get walked to in that shop when you go shopping, and they walk into you, and I just say to everybody, "It's really not that far to walk with me." Trust me, I know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, oh. but you know, this is people. <clears throat> you see, this is the problem. You know what? You know what's brought all this on. Oh, this is why, you know, like Big Brother and all them are popular. Yeah. People love to look at people and watch them make a fool of themselves or look worse. It's like the old days in the French Revolution when the women used to sit there knitting while the heads were getting chopped up. They love to see people suffer. Terrible. And we've lost that, haven't we? We've lost the caring about your nature. I remember when I grew up and talked to it was as tough as hell, but they never shut the door. Right. Yeah. You didn't know who was going to be sitting next to you when you were having tea, because if the kid next door's mum was out working, he got dragged in for the Panda Scouts. Anyone got dragged in for the Panda Scouts. Yeah. We cared about each other. We had nothing, but we cared. You know what? You're absolutely right. And I I, you know, I love Christmas, because obviously cause I've got my kids, right? But can I just say, I miss the Christmas that I used to have when my nan and granddad were still alive, and they made Christmas, even if we didn't yeah. have you didn't but get much, but everyone was happy. Yeah, they were. Everybody, well, besides the And you notice them days, the, shut, the, 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 the shop shut 12 o'clock on Christmas Eve and they didn't open until the day after Boxing Day. Yeah, how did we survive all those days with it shut? We didn't survive, we thrived because <laughs> the families were playing together. We we, we stocked up in... We, everyone knew what to bring, everyone knew what yeah. to get to put into the kitty. We stocked up, and then when it come... The shops weren't open, so what? You know, like your Uncle Harry, you know, he likes his cigarettes. Oh, get him get him 60 cigarettes, that'll take him over the two days, give him that for Christmas if he made up. But they were happy with the little things, and it wasn't about presents, it was about people. Yeah. And if anyone in the street you heard was on their own, I mean, 
I remember my granny when I was uh, before she died, and she said to her son, Graham, they said, uh, he come back and he said, Mummy doesn't want to come to it because he said he want, he's on his own. She said, Well, you're stupid. Because she said, Go back and carry him in. And he did. <laughs> you got to enjoy Christmas whether you like it or not. Now get in there. Exactly. But no, people I didn't don't know. want you to be. People didn't want you to be on your own. You know, people yeah. cared. Yeah. Do you know what? I, if it wasn't for the fact that I've got my kids, and of course, Christmas Day has got to be for the kids. But if, yeah, I was, if I can honestly say, if I was on my own, I would actually not be doing Christmas myself. I'd actually love to hire a village hall or something and actually get all the older people, all the people that are on their own, to actually join me in the village hall and make sure that they'd all got something yeah. to do. Well, I'm thinking this year, That's I'm going to go online from about 4 o'clock in the, you know, to, 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 for the people, but in the daytime, I'm thinking of going down to the, um, you know, the food shelter. Oh, yeah. That's nice. And help out there, you know, so the, you know the, with the people who are who have got homeless people and, you know, help them with the meals and See, have I'm a bit of laugh and a joke. I actually said to one of my mates, I'd love to take my kids. And she said, oh, I no, think, you know, I, well... Yeah, but she, yeah. Said, she said to me, she went, oh, well, no. you can't me. blame the kids, you know. You know what, blame the TV, blame business. Yep. They've yep. ruined it. It's now, yep. it's not a religious ceremony, it's not a spiritual time of the year, it's a financial time of the year. Let's yeah, make a big book. Yeah, but it's all about, do you know, it's like, I hear that, my, you know, different people are buying their kids, you know, that are, whatever, 12-year-old fancy things, and I'm thinking, yeah, you get that this year, what are you going to get them next year? And by yeah. the time 16, then what are you going to buy? don't forget, there could be another crash, and they'll have nothing next year, it'll be worse, ten times worse, you know. You know, oh. they, they should, they're never happy, it's got to be the right brand name. And Yeah, have you seen on Facebook that picture where there's a picture of a child holding an iPhone, crying over the phone, and there's a wrong kid with... Or whatever. And then the kid yeah, next yeah, to it, here or wherever, and she's got bottles on her feet of sandals. Exactly, I loved. I'll cut that. Terrible. I yeah. showed my my, 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 my friends. My friends. I don't mean to interrupt. I do have a phone session. I've got to do in about ten minutes. So I want to wish you both a beautiful, beautiful holiday. Hey, okay, I'll be in touch, Janet. Okay, and Sue, got, thank you so much, my back. dear. Me and the yep. computer from Hades are part of company now. <laughs> okay, but if I don't speak with either one, please have a blessed holiday. Hey, we'll get old here. Don't worry, love. Okay, yeah, we'll but, catch up. Oh, we will. Okay, many blessings. Thank and you again. You too, Jan. Bye, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, how romantic. It's just me and you. Oh, bless. I'm an old romantic, you know. I'm sitting here with me Kleenex now. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be an end of one of them, is it? Okay. <laughs> oh, tell you, you know, spiritually, like I've said to you, you know, we, you know, mediumship and psychic work can be medicine for the soul, but humour yeah. is the food for the soul. Mhm. Yeah, if you don't have humour, you've got nothing. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Even if, even when I do the spiritual centre, I try and have a laugh and a joke and. I mean, but we, to be honest, I've done the spiritual centre, right? And I felt like it's gone. I, I some people are going to find this offensive, and I no offence to any spiritual church that is doing divine services or whatever. But I think it has its time in some places, and yeah. the young ones want something. Oh, I more think there's always a t- there's always a time for it. I don't think it's had its time. Yeah, I think you know the problem. I mean? 
The problems yeah. being that, that a lot of, and this is why I don't go, because I fell out with them, is that as a medium, I feel threatened the minute I walk in because there's always every other medium trying to outdo you. And there's yeah. all these politics coming through. Yeah. It's not about politics. It's not about, like I've said before, I'm not the best medium. I'm not the worst. I don't know. I don't know what I am. What I do know is I do what I'm given. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be competitive about it. I can't be bothered. The problem is that you see people on telly and all this and, Oh, they're better. Yeah, I'm a better medium than him. I'm a better. People, it, it, that's when the ego comes in. And when the ego comes in, spirituality just walks out the door. Yeah. Because it's not about how good you are. Yeah. It's about how good you can do for others. We're, we're, it, this mediumship isn't a job of fame or notoriety, it's a job of servitude. And you can't do it unless you realise that you're working for other people. They're not working for you. Yeah. And that's the big thing, and I think that's what it's lacked. Yeah. You know, there's, there's yeah. people there who, who sort of, they want to become little stars, and they have a little gathering around them, oh, aren't you good, aren't you great, yeah. They become little demigods, and the next thing you know, they're trying to get on telly, and they're getting disappointed. But do you know what? Because this that's not the their journey. Yeah, but do you know what? This is the trouble, because people have had a go at me, and I've slated the devil out of me, because I'm wanting to go further than the radio. Now, my motives are not like everybody else's. My motives of, uh, is because I want to, firstly, I want to promote the psychic world. Secondly, yeah. I want to show the world that the, what the animals are having to suffer through. You know, all of these, um, like in China, where dogs are being stripped alive, their skin taken yeah. off while they're alive. You know, oh, you got a mate there. Oh, uh, it's just disgusting. And then you've got a ch- children being abused and pedophiles walking our streets. Then there's another topic. You know, when you can, when I've heard a story where a five-month-old baby was thrown up at the ceiling and was raped. I mean, what the God's name, and honestly, that just disgusts me. And I just think that, and I will have no ego until one day, and that is when I'm stood in front of the Prime Minister or a government or whatever, that I am actually making changes with the law because the government have had to back down and these laws have got to be changed. That's when I'll have an ego and I'll say thank you very much. Mm. Well, that's right. You mean? Because that's what I think. That's my problem in life is if I see cruelty, kids, animals, they can't defend themselves. My problem is I'll, I'll step in. Oh, your partner. And that's the one thing that makes me a little bit less than spiritual, because I'm quite yeah. prepared to give someone a thumb if they kick a dog or. Yeah. The dog won't defend itself, but I'll do the job for it. Yeah, exactly. I, I will not have any cruelty to any animal or kid in front of me. Well, if you join Facebook, you'll have a few fights then, love, I can tell you. If you join up with me... Oh, I've had a few. Oh, I've had <laughs> a few, believe me. Uh, so when are you going back to Shropshire then to visit? Well, I don't go up there much now since uh, my ex-wife's my ex-wife. Um you know, do you live near a farm? You might have a bloody shotgun. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I mean, any time you want anything to go in there, if you want any, if you ever want any help with any paranormal events, yeah, sure, I'd love to. There's some great oh. places there. Yeah, but it, yeah. I, see, do you know see, Shropshire's like, right, like um, it's like um, Somerset. It, it's got this sort of spirituality to it, hasn't it? Yeah. Very oldy worldy witchy spirituality too, and there's a couple of counties like that. North Yorkshire's one, uh, as I said, Somerset, Cornwall, 
Shropshire. You know, Gloucestershire can have its moments as well. Yeah. You know, and it's well, I love going to the place. I think it's great. Do you think so? There's too many free pe- people doing too many free readings. That mm-hmm. there is too many doing the spiritual movement for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Uh, and are literally ruining it for everybody else. Yeah, it's the same as the, in the paranormal, where the caddies on further than that. You've got companies out there who shouldn't be dealing with the public. Yeah. Yeah. Because what they're doing is they're getting people to pay seventy, eighty quid a night. And they're getting 30 or 40 people on them. And what they're doing isn't a, po- isn't a proper ghost hunt. It's just a, ooh, let's do a most haunted and go and go boo and, and, and make noises and frighten people. And I, I, I've stood up against that, and that's why, you know, I, I'm going to start my own, because people, you know, they'll stop using me because I'm saying I'm not going to fake it. Sorry. Yeah. You know, yeah. I won't. And, but I think the same with, you know, free readings. I think spiritual, spirit side, the spirit side are well aware that we have to live as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. people say, oh, people who give readings for money. Hang on a minute. Every rabbi, imam, and priest, and vicar I know gets paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. we're doing our best, and we're no less better people than them. We've got to live. Yeah. You know, but you yeah. can't work from... from a, yeah. But I think when you give free readings, a lot of people, they don't put the... It's like saying, if you don't charge for something, it's almost, you're saying it's worthless, aren't you? Yeah. But do you know what? You know, I, I think al- that comes across yeah. my, in my this society, thing, unfortunately. Yeah. My also saying is, if I opened a Facebook group and it was for a dentist, would you ask me for a free extraction of a tooth? No. No one else would. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, we, me and Lisa have talked about this, you know, where... People don't pay you for readings, but you know you go to. What happens if you go to your Tesco? You get your food and you walk out without paying for it. You get arrested. Yeah. Still the same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this is this is what. See, I think people take it lightly. They think, oh, spiritual people, they they, they won't do nothing, or. Yeah. You know, but and this is it, and it's about time we. we I mean, it is partly our fault. We need to stand up for ourselves more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in a lot of cases, that's not the case. We don't stand up for ourselves sufficiently. Well, to be fair, I mean, I'm not going to mention names on the show at this moment in time, but you never know, in, in time come, there may be uh, name and shame. But, um, I mean, at the moment, I'm dealing with people that are, all right, I'm going to say jealous of what I'm achieving, even though I've worked hard to get where I am. I'm not earning no money out of what I'm doing at all. Um, exactly. I, I did a chip-in to ask people to support the show, to literally be able to get the show bigger because I've got I'm a mum with four kids and I can't afford to do the show for nothing. But then if they bought, if they wanted to watch a DVD or they watch TV, they pay for TV license or um, mm. pay for their DVD. Do you know what I mean? Now the trouble is, I've also got people that are jealous because I've done the Shropshire Spiritual Centre, and mm. I've decided that they'll go around and slate me for things that apparently I've done. Yeah, of course. And, and that's what they say about that's what. Of all the industries I've ever met, yeah. spirituality is the most bitchiest of them all. Yeah. You know what? The most this is why I go back to the politics and the spiritual things as well. It infected yeah. everything. But yeah. the same time will come when their karma will hit them. Yeah. Well, they I... Want, <laughs> excuse me. They want to pretend to be uh, <coughs> mediums and psychics. Believe me, they'll regret the day they did. Yeah. Yeah. 
I try but, to sometimes. But watch out for Tuesday, you know. I got that again. Then watch out for Tuesday with either stuff because he will be jealous then. <laughs> Never mind just Tuesday. What else do you pick up? Anything? I don't know. Um, there, there was one thing when I was talking to you. The left side of my hip was aching a bit. Might you what? Sorry. The left side of my hip. Um. So I don't know if you, you've been sitting badly or, or you've got a, a strain or a pull there. <laughs> I, I will say to everybody, he's quite good, this guy, all right? There's no faking in this guy at all. You're absolutely right. I'm actually sitting on my left side more than my right because I've got a bad back at the moment. And ah. I've actually hurt, I've hurt my coccyx as well because I fell down the stairs. And so I'm sitting on either one side but the left side more and I am actually at this moment in time. Oh, no, because that's what I'm getting the tenderness on that side. And I'm, I'm a clever scouser because I know what coccyx means. <laughs> sure. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'm a big girl and I fell down nine steps. And let's just say they weren't big, little bumps. Well, ask, ask Lisa. Um, a year last, well, no, 18 months ago. No, just no, two years. Eighteen months, yeah. Um, I fell down a flight of steps, and I went to the doctor, and he said you've got sciatica. I said, oh, so is that for all? He said, yeah. He said, but also your legs swollen. He said you've got uh, cellulitis because you've cut yourself and you've got an infection. So we cleared it up. We got where eight months later, I went back to the doctor. He said, still not better go to the hospital. We found two breaks in my back. <laughs> and I've been working around all that time. Why, life. So I know well, how you feel, but that's the first pain I've had for a couple of weeks is when on my left side when you were talking to you then. Yeah. Yeah. I I had a car accident not last August, the August before, August 2011, and then obviously because my back went off, I fell down the stairs, and then I ended up with nine bumps going down, and then I've got this coccyx. So I've had one thing after another, so I've not been right, but, well, all my life I've not been right, but... Well, I've never been <laughs> right myself. The back didn't help. <laughs> Well, but no, the, well, I mean, my mum always blamed herself, actually, because when I was five, she was carrying a bucket of coal and dropped it on my head. Was it accidental purpose? Oh, that's what I wonder. <laughs> She's not here now, so I can't ask her, but she did go with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> so where were you uh, born, then? Tochter. All right, Jeff. Mm. Sorry, I did you ask that before, didn't I? Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, yeah, I mean, I'm born in Tochter and raised in there, uh, um, I always knew I had a mediumship ability, didn't know what it was. But you don't follow it up then in a place like that, because if you do, you're different, and indifferent usually meant victim. So I just I just followed the party line, you know, shaved yeah. my head, looked looked, uh, looked a bit moronic and got through life. Yeah. But you, yeah. you get to the point where you can't, you can't hang on anymore. Yeah. Yeah. See, the funny part with me is I... Was I when I was younger I was next I was lived next door to um a medium and uh, then ended up doing she showed me different things and told me different things and sort of then I sort of left it for a while and then come back to it and then left it and then come back to it again. So it's hmm. quite you know, it it's quite funny how they pull you back it, it, to it. It's something it's like everything calm if no matter what you do it'll you know, it's never gonna go away. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you're 40, you come into your own mediumship, then. You, you've got no control over it. Well, I That's when, you know, things like life begins at 40. Pardon? 
I'll, I'll tell you when I get there. I <laughs> uh, oh God, that's a, that's a distant memory for me, love. I'm in God's <laughs> waiting room now. By the way, you know when I'm talking to you. There's another thing I'm picking up too, Norfolk and Suffolk. Are they any related connection to you? Norfolk and Suffolk, no. No. Watch out for connections. Watch out for connections around that area. Norfolk and Suffolk. I just got a whisper. You showed me the map. So, any any connections to that? I can't think of any at the minute. Oh, look out for mail or anything from Norfolk or Suffolk. Because you just showed me East Anglia, which is Norfolk and Suffolk, so... Right, OK. Well, it's got a little flash of it, don't have me little flashes every now and then. <laughs> yeah. You can't touch your body. <laughs> no. So, it's, it's quite funny, because, I mean, I, I've literally done the Shopshire Spiritual Centre, I've done the Ask Food Show, I've done the website, I've done, you know, I've done all these different pieces, but this is just what I love doing. I just do different yeah. shows. Different things. Yeah, well, it's I mean, your mission to get it out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. To put it across and maybe, you know, like, get people to listen, and they will do. They yeah. definitely will do. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, sorry, go on. Sorry? Sorry, go on, carry on. Yeah, that's your mission, is, 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 is you know, and it, it, a lot of it will, as we're getting into 2012 and the move on, it's reassuring people that, yeah, it is there, yeah, it's okay not to be frightened of. Yeah. Because what people, you know, the thing is, the biggest sin in this world, you see, people are scared of dying. And mm. they become that scared of dying that they eventually become scared of living. Yeah. And that's the sin, is being scared of living. You've got to take it and live with it and, you know, live, love and laugh. And, you know, we tell you're going to cry sometimes, but no. Mm. You know, and, and, and I've tried, I've been convinced by that. And I always remember my mum's old saying, she say, you know, bless her, I hope it's not too rude, but she say, don't worry, son, she said, the more you cry, the less you'll pay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. the way I see it now, is don't be frightened of it. And, yeah, you will have tears, you will, but in the end, it's going to be okay. Yeah. My dad, always said, my dad always said to me, don't be scared to cry, because it just shows you've got a heart. Exactly. Mm. And it's a pressure relief. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people should cry, and they wouldn't. Maybe people wouldn't become violent because, you know, if you could just let that pressure out, and people could get to them and help them out. You know, it's it, it's bad, isn't it? It's it, if they're allowed to. I mean, do you ever do any uh, paranormal events in uh, yourself? I, I do. You know what? I haven't done one yet, and I. I oh, you've got to, you know, because it's a great way of getting into spirit and, and getting to connect with spirit. Right, let me just tell you, and everybody's going to laugh their heads off. One, I don't like the dark. Two, I'm going to be stood right by you. If you're actually picking it up and you can tell me where they are, I want to be stood right next to you. And That's okay. uh, three, I'm used and to that. Three, if you suddenly feel a hand, it's me holding your hand, all right? <laughs> oh, I thought that was worth the trip then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Do you know Barry John? Yes, I know of him, yes. Yeah. Scared stiff of the dark. Really? And he's a medium. And you know Richard Felix? Yeah. And Richard will admit to this because we went to America together. We, I have to go to his house and that. He will tell you he is scared to death of ghosts. But he still really? Seems, yeah, honestly. But he still, you know, he still do it. Yeah. You know, he is, they are scared to death of them, but they'll do it. 
you know, that's it. You know, it's a great way of, especially if you've got mediumship or psychic abilities, is to get out there. It's like a home visit to ghosts rather than them come to you. Catch yeah. them where they live. Catch them where their energy is. Yeah. You get much stronger connections. You get you get a feel of where they. And even people who go on, who, who, who I think we've all got abilities, but people say they've got no ability. They can feel it. They can they can sense it. They can pick things up themselves. And the interesting thing is, is those people go away from that night and they say, it wasn't a good night, it was a fantastic night because I now believe. Yes. And by yes. Me, by getting them to believe like that, <coughs> excuse me, they've come to the point <coughs> where the whole life will change. <coughs> excuse me. The central eating comes on here, it's like the bloody Sahara. <laughs> with dust everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I'll kill that mechanic. No, but this is it, you know, and you come away feeling, you know, I actually connected there, I felt something, I heard something that's there, isn't it? It, re- it is real. And yeah. that's what people say to you. You get so, you get you get the people who, who run, you know, mm. you know, but you make a joke at it first, you know, because I always say to them, you know, look, anyone gets terribly frightened, I've got a packet of emodium in my pocket for emergencies. <laughs> you know, and... It's all right, I'll already but have they're my the people. On. Pardon? I said, I'll already have my nappy on. <laughs> I'll tell you, you won't, not with these ones, you won't. These, these stop anything, stop a train. Um, the, the the people, is, and, and that's the one thing I people say to me is, it is real, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you say, yeah, cause, you know, and they always I, you know, get a few on Facebook, and you watch them on Facebook, you know, and their lives have changed. Mm. They've had a little night out on the ghost hunt, yet their lives have changed. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to uh, Have you been to Whittington Castle? Where? Whittington. No, I've heard of it though. It's one of the ones I'd like to do. Yeah, they do. They do quite a few there. I think. Um, I'm trying to think. And have you heard of Sylvia Watts? I've heard the name. Yeah, well, she's a good friend of mine. So maybe because I know um, she's actually got some ghost um, equipment as well. So maybe we can join. Oh, I've got plenty of equipment here as well. Excellent. More the merrier. You know what the best equipment is, don't you? Go on. Yourself. Yes. You'll pick up yes. a temperature change. You'll pick up an energy change. Yeah. But I always say that first. You know, everyone. But I like to see people get involved. A lot of companies don't do that. They don't let people get involved. Not to just sort of watching an event. Oh, get yeah. involved. Get them to change their life. Yeah. But the thing is also. <coughs> They end up where, well, I mean, I've watched on TV and people have talked about it. And I find that the mediums are there telling them all this stuff. But I'd like to say to them, but what are you picking up? Yeah. No, but the thing is, you see, they're not ghost hunting shows like most haunted. That's test the medium. Mm. That's all it is. Yeah. And I can tell you yeah. stories about that I can't on the air, but... We'll talk after. <laughs> you know, honestly. Yeah, definitely. You know, but... A good old Ask Sue ghost hunt then. Hey, I'd love to. I did one for Radio um, Minster Radio in York in the uh, Golden Fleece, and we had a real connection there with the, the guy who was doing the show. Uh, there was two. But Rob was one. He's a believer. The other guy, he wasn't a believer. Nice guy, but he was just wouldn't believe. And we got the voice box, and he said, "Okay," he said. We've got the voice box. This was like it, it, it picked up voices off the airwaves, yeah. Yeah. He said, "I don't believe that." He said, "But we'll try." So he said, "Right." 
is there anyone there? And he said, yeah. And he looked at me and I said, it's a kid called Matthew. I said, he's about nine. And he said, OK. So he said, what's your name? And I come back out of the radio, Matthew. And and then he said, why are you here, Matthew? He said, I like Mike. And we had to go buy him a pint. You know, so it, it, and it was great on the radio. They don't do enough of that on the radio, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, because people were phoning in, and we had a, we set up a camera, and they said, "Oh, look, there's a shadow behind you, and it looks like a little boy." And people really got into it, and I wish they'd do more, you know. Yeah, well, Take me watching bloody Coronation Street. It's quite funny because Bill, my partner, said, uh, "Are we having him on on the Wednesday night?" So I said, "I'll ask him." Then I put, "I'll, I'll ask him in a minute," and then uh, somebody else just ah. put, "So who is right then?" So I want to ask Pardon? you: Are you free? Are you free on Wednesday night? I'm I'm a trollop. I'm free any time. Oh bless! Well, you're already a gypsy by the signs of it, because you roam everywhere. So um. Oh, uh, listen! I am like, you know, I, I'll turn up in the most unusual places. <laughs> you know, normally I tell you what, the, I, 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 it's stopped now. But I used to, when I, st- I moved to York about two thousand and five. From I used to live in a haunted house in Staffordshire, and I moved to Tittensaw Manor in Staffordshire. And we moved to York, and I was—I used to go out overnight, you know, with my uh, EMF meter and my digital yeah. recorder, going through all these haunted places in York. And the bloody police used to come after me, and they'd say, "What are you doing here? I'm ghost hunting." You know, a scouser <laughs> with equipment. <laughs> you know, I got pulled more the times than Dolly Parton. You know, <laughs> you were. Were they what looking they for the barcodes of stolen? <laughs> Pun. <laughs> Were they looking for the barcodes of stolen? Exactly. <laughs> no, they were the first. Like, I got took back a couple of times, and after that it was okay. Yeah. You know, but, you know, that's me. I'm just soft like that. And then I'll travel anywhere for the ghost. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, sounds brilliant. I, I'll tell you a little story about York Castle. We went there when I was a kid. Um, we are at the school. And my mum, it's the only school trip she came on with us, okay? Going out of the um, path to go and get onto the bus, out of the school path and onto the bus, a lad went and chucked down his pop and literally jumped on this, <laughs> jumped on this um, drinks carton and a drink splashed off all up my mum's leg and oh. then <laughs> went down like a lead balloon, I can tell you. And then we went, we got to York and my mum said, I'm not going up the castle. And I lost my head and I said, oh, what's the point of coming up to York if you're not even going to go up the castle? You've got to come up. And she went, yes, but no being silly or stupid then. So she come up, so we're fine going up. And I got to the top and I went, oh, mum. And she turned around and I said, look down there, there's Lindsay. She looks like a little ant. And mum looked and the next minute dropped straight to her knees and she had to crawl down the steps down the castle. <laughs> I've seen a few of that happening there. Oh, I've seen a few times that happening. Yes, it looks all right till you get on top. Yeah. But I'll t- when we talk privately, I'll tell you the story about um, Morecambe Winter Gardens, two gay guys, two transvestites and a medium. And I'll tell you, you will not stop laughing for a week. Uh, is it, if, it isn't, if it isn't crude, carry on. It's not crude. Well, it's not crude. Well, if it's it, it terrible, carry on. Well, doing a charity event, and to cut it very short, it was because two nurses had wet themselves in the, the hospital in um, Morecambe. We went down in the cellar, lights off, 
and it was it was a, it was for a, a charity for AIDS, you know. So we're glad to do it. Um, anyway, some transvestites turned up and some gay guys turned up, and there was a great atmosphere, fantastic. Anyway, we're in the cellar. Anyway, someone screamed, someone had touched them by accident, and I jumped up, hit my head on the scaffolding, and my my head started to bleed quite a lot, you know, like it was only a surface wound. But the transvestite guy put his torch on, and the first thing he saw was my head with blood dripping on it. So there was a panic to the door. And in the hospital, there was two gay guys on me left in beds, getting ankle damage and one with his head damaged, and two transvestites on me right. And I'm a scouser in the middle, and everyone was blaming everybody. The language was choice, and the nurse just couldn't hold herself. <laughs> but they're the ones I remember. They're the ones that we, we I still see them, and you know, they think well, that was the best night we ever had. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's what it's all about: enjoying, having a laugh. And if you exactly. if you get you know yeah get the odd damage whatever you know but you've got to laugh at yourself you've got to you, you know there's too much seriousness in the world exactly right I agree laugh and lighten your spirit you can put yeah. up with anything then yeah exactly the thing is there's too much seriousness in the world we don't need to be carrying on you know spiritualism and, and just and I always say to everybody it doesn't matter what you believe in I don't care if people believe in God Jehovah Witnesses you know brethren, whatever you believe in, it doesn't matter, as long as you believe in something, and that's even if it's yourself. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, and I just believe in, you know, you just got to, even if you don't have to like everybody, just respect them. Yeah. You know, and when people are someone said, oh, he's a nasty person, don't say that to me, say, find out if he's had a bad life first, and that may be why the poor person's feeling that way. That yeah. might be why, he, 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 you know, he, he, life's hard and, you know, not everyone can cope with it the same. No, exactly. You've got to be forgiven as well. When you learn to forgive people, that's your big one. Yeah. You know, I often say before I go to bed at night, I forgive everybody that's ever done anything wrong to me. Hoping mm. they wake up in the morning, you know. Yeah, I mean... I've forgiven them. I've not left any negative behind. See, now, this is where I struggle because... I, I can. It's hard. Oh. I, I mean, I I say about my mum and dad, right? And I say, people say to me, "Oh, but you've only got one mum." And I always turn around to them and say, "Yeah, but they've only got one daughter. Are you going to say the same thing to them?" And I do miss my. I don't miss. I, I'll be lying if I say I didn't miss my dad. I've got a connection with my dad that I can't turn off, right? And I think it's because yeah. my gran. My gran was like my best friend, my soulmate, and everything. But, yeah. my, and my dad, obviously, that was my dad's book. Um, but the thing is, with my, I've got a connection with my dad, but I haven't lived so much with my mum. And I say to everybody, I don't miss my mum and dad, I miss a mum and dad. And yeah. I, I can't forgive on how they've been, how they've been with my kids and, and everything. And it's so hard. I do try to forgive. But, yeah. but how do you forgive somebody that, you can't understand why they do what they do. Well, I'll tell you a story. And my 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 dad came in the bit into. The, uh, I never I never never ever say, saw my dad. Never laid eyes on him. He left the day I was born. Right. Yeah. And I could have been bitter. 
But I've come to the point now where I say, you know what? It could have been good. It could we could have had a great relationship. It saddens me to the to the end of the earth. But I had no control over that. I don't know what he was going through, so I'll forgive him. Mm. Yeah. And you know, if if with anything I like, he'll have felt really bad about his life. So mm. I've forgiven him. Because don't forget, he may not have cared at all. But if I can't forgive him, I take on that his guilt. I take yeah. on his pain, his stress. His uh, his blood pressure and stress don't rise when he, when I think about it. Mine does, mm. and that's why I learned to forgive. Is because okay, it happened. That maybe this is my journey. I wasn't meant to meet him or know him. I'll accept that and I'll forgive him for what he did. But I'm yeah. not going to make. I'm not going to let it affect me anymore. And it's very. It, it frees you up something terrible, you know. Yeah. See, it really does free you. Yeah, but the thing is with me, my mum and dad live a mile up the road, and I still see them in my in in Ellesmere and everything. And and I tell you what, that hurts. Oh yeah. You oh I mean? well, yeah. And, I mean, I understand that. You know, I I try. I I honestly, I have sat there and I've tried to forgive. I've tried to forget. I try not to drive past their house. I try not to look in their window, and then you see like my brother, who I the other my one brother that I don't speak to at all. I see his new his partner that he's been with about four years sitting at the dining room table there with my mum and dad, and I'm thinking, oh, so he didn't need me because they've got an adopted daughter anyway. Well, you're looking at it wrong. What you should say to yourself is, you should really pity them because they've done without your personality, the person you are. Yeah. They haven't had your personality, you as a beautiful person. They haven't had you round, so they've lost, not you. Yeah. So I would, they, 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 to me, I would say, well, I feel sorry for them because, you know, they've lost a lot. They, do you know what? They've lost the, the life of having four beautiful grandchildren in their life who are absolutely so loving. If you came round yeah. to our house, the first thing you would get is them giving you a cuddle. My kids are the most loving kids you'll ever wish to meet. They're naughtiest at times, but the most loving. And do you want know me? They've missed all of that. Mm. But you see, sometimes, and it's not being holier than now. You know, I'm a great believer in in, in forgiveness is freeing you, and a lot of people are read for they come through, and they are carrying that chip on the shoulder. And that chip on the shoulder never gets any lighter. It grows, it gets, and eventually, it will it will put the person on the knees. And I say, no matter what the situation, I know it's so difficult to do. It's so so hard to do, and I can say that because I've had to forgive people for things, so I could move on with my life. That you know, a lot of people couldn't. But thankfully, the spiritual side, I'm looking into it and studying it, and it comes to me and it says, you know, I feel free for forgiveness. Now, you've done nothing wrong. It, it, you say it's your parents. Mm. But by not forgiving them, you're taking that. You're taking that issue on you. Try it, Sue, and just give it a couple of days and say you forgive them and think nice thoughts. Hope they're having a good time. Hope they have a nice Christmas. Hope they're happy together. And just feel the freedom you feel. 
it's so it is it's so freeing yeah I'll, I'll definitely give it a go right we're getting very close to the end of the show which I'm really annoyed about I could do a four hour show because this has been fantastic tonight but what's your website well I'm alright I could talk for me country <laughs> me too that's if it's not an Olympic event we've got another goal this year for Gavin <laughs> um, what's your website I haven't got one. I'm trying to get one up at the moment. Okay. Um, um, are you on Facebook? You what? Are you on oh, Facebook? Facebook? Yeah, I think I am. Um, <laughs> Michael Totty Leeds, or York, one or the other. Right, okay. Try me on both. Uh, but my email is, um, if anyone wants to email and uh, chat or whatever, I don't mind you getting uh, emails. I talk to everybody. Um, it's michaeltotty at hotmail.com. And the Totty okay. is T-O-T-T-E-Y. Okay. Yeah, it rhymes right. with botty, spotty, grotty, dotty. And in school, you know, there was kids there that got thumped, you know, they could put rhymes together with it. <laughs> you taught them poetry, didn't you? <laughs> Pardon? You taught them poetry, didn't you? <laughs> Me? Poetry? <laughs> you know, listen, well, I'm trying to actually do it. I'm in the process of doing three books at the moment, but poetry now has to be on me there. Oh, bless you. Bless you. You know, well, you know. Imagine it grows. Uh, no, sorry. What is that? What's that? Um, that um, popular kids uh, pro um, cartoon. The ad films. Um, He's a troll. What is he? Um, oh, anyway, I look like that one of Walt Disney's. So <laughs> a bit of. We'll think of that one on uh, Wednesday. So you're free on Wednesday, so same time, same Yeah, what place. time? Nine o'clock. Till? Eleven. That's all right, yeah. Does that sound good? Well, what I'll do... Yeah, you've got my number there, haven't you? Yes, um, I will have to write it down before you put the phone down, so don't run off quite soon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so give me a call any time. Yep. I'm round okay. tomorrow. Okay. I'm round tonight. Right, Okay. I don't lose any more weight. I'll be around for the next ten years. <laughs> Let me just make sure I wrote your number down. I want it somewhere. Right. Okay. Right. I've got your number. Um. Right. What I'll do if you hold the line, and uh, then uh, I'll uh, I'll literally have a quick word of you before you go off the phone. Okay. Yeah. Sure. No problems. Okay. Then. Well. Thanks ever so much for joining the hey, show. You're more than welcome. Oh, I've absolutely and everyone out there, have a good Christmas. And think of it, have a funny Christmas. Oh, it'll be hilarious. You'll be oh, back honestly, smile, it, smile, it takes the weight off. Yes, definitely. You know, like the, like my son said to me today, he's seven. He said, Dad, there's a man at the door with a bill. I said, don't be silly as a duck with a suitcase, shut it. <laughs> love it, absolutely love it. Listen, thanks so much for joining us tonight. You're more than welcome. I'll just put you on hold, and I'll just say bye, and then I'll come back to you. <laughs> I'll be a minute. All right. Cheers. And what an absolute excellent show it's been tonight. So I've got to say thank you very much to everybody who's called in tonight. Thank you very much to everybody who's been in the chat room. I hope everybody's enjoyed it tonight. If uh, if everybody wants to uh, listen in on Wednesday, there will be more fun and laughter. I can honestly tell you what we've us two are on there. Oh, my goodness. Who knows what we'll be talking about next week. So I'd like to thank every single one of you for joining us tonight. Um, and tomorrow night we'll be talking about Hey, Mr. Government, globally. And then Sunday, Sunday night is a bit of a personal one 
where we'll be talking about children that have been lost to the spirit world. And also I'll be talking about Kaylin, my daughter, that I lost in 1996, who was two days old. So please join us on Saturday and Sunday, 9 o'clock in the same time, same place. So thank you very much for joining the show. And now I'll just have a little tune to uh, finish the night away, as we say. Um, so let's have a bit of um, my little favourite. Where has it gone? Oh, here it is. A bit of uh, Simply the Best. Thanks very much, everybody, and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. Good night. I call you, I need you, my heart. 